welcome back to the Bringing the Modern Mastectomy podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kevin, joined always by my beautiful wife, Jen. Hello, everyone. And this is episode eight of our never-ending saga. <laughs> um, We're getting there. Yeah. So We're I, getting towards the end. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Um, so I believe last time we left off with Jen walking out of your appointment with your plastic surgeon with a surgery date yes okay all right so where do we go from here all right so um from there i um like i said in the other podcast that i had to wait two weeks for my surgery so those two weeks were definitely very difficult for me i was um having active symptoms and um we were um we had a plan that i was to continue taking the 10 milligrams of prednisone just to help suppress some of my flare-ups. But we all know that, you know, 10 milligrams of prednisone really wasn't doing anything at some point. Um, I remember the day before my surgery that my whole back was just covered in welts and I was just like praying for this day to come. We were all playing, <laughs> praying for this day to come for yeah. a long time. Um, it was definitely like motivation for me to get through those tough days leading up to my surgery date. Um, so I knew there was kind of hope in sight. So um, day of surgery, um, I woke up and still having the same symptoms, but my mindset was a lot better. Um, I was in a very great mood because like this was my day. This was hopefully an answer to everything. So I was very optimistic that day. Um, Kevin actually was at work and my mom was taking me to the hospital to have my surgery. And I remember sending you a picture of myself um, before I left saying, ta-ta, S-H-I-T bags. Yes, I remember getting that at work and uh, giggling to myself when I read it. Uh, But yeah. I was so ready. Like I was so anxious, but I was like in such a good mood. Like I was like in go mode. Like let's go. Let's do this. I was so ready. Um, So on our way to the hospital, Uh, Me and my mom were talking just to kind of see how I was feeling, kind of where my head was at. And, you know, like I said, I was in go mode. I was ready for this. And she just wanted to make sure that this is what I wanted to do, that I didn't have any, like, second guesses or anything like that. And um, she just wanted to know kind of, like, where I stood. Like, today was the day, you know. Um, she did ask me, like, there were a lot of like, what ifs, like, what if they go in and they see that you have a leak or there was a rupture, which was causing all these, um, crazy symptoms to happen and it's an easy fix. Like, is that an option for them to just fix that implant and that's it? And like right away, like, nope, with no hesitation, I was like, no, like I'm done when they go in there, like, I don't care what they see. Like, I want these things out. I'm done with the surgeries. Like, I'm just done. Like, that was my answer. I am done. Like, we're going in, we're getting them out, and I'm done with the implants, like, forever. 
<laughs> and yeah, she we, she we accepted. She's like, okay, just wanted to, you know, know because I didn't want them coming out to me um, in the middle of your surgery and me having to make that decision. And I wanted to know, like, where you stood and where your head was at. And so I really appreciated that. And she was on my side and she agreed with me. And, you know, we were, um, you know, kind of moving forward from that. So we get to the hospital and I get checked in and they had my mom wait in the waiting room um, while the nurses um, in same day surgery took me back just to kind of ask me questions and prep me for surgery, get my IV in, all that stuff. Um, So my mom was in the waiting room and there was um, the same day nurse in the same room as me and she was just asking me questions and stuff and then... Um, things got a little, um, shaky I'm at this point. I'm, I'm happy that I elected to go to work that day in favor of staying home the next couple of days to take you home because it would I, have not... I, I would have gotten in so much trouble <laughs> with, with, so, I would have said something I regretted. Yeah. Um, so you guys must think like, what? are they talking about well i'm gonna um sit back relax enjoy. yeah um so i was in the room with the nurse and obviously like you know anesthesia is coming in they you know verifying all your information like you're seeing all these people just verifying and getting you ready for surgery and then my plastic surgeon comes in and she asked me how I was feeling. And I said, good, like I'm ready. I'm ready for this. And um, in my mind, I just wanted to make sure that me and her were on the same page. Um, just because, you know, I had a distinct, like I had my mind made up and I knew what I wanted. And I just wanted to make sure she knew that and that, um, you know, I didn't want any surprises when I woke up from surgery. Excuse and, our dog running down the stairs yeah. in the middle of that. I didn't want any surprises um, when I woke up from surgery and, like, was expecting or seeing anything differently than what I thought I was. So um, it was a perfect timing because she came into the room and we talked about the surgery. And I did. I mentioned, you know, you know, before I go in, I just want to make sure, like, we're on the same page. Um you know, I, I said that, you know, so this is this is what we're doing, like the overall scheme of things. So we're going to go in. You're going to um, take out the implant. And there's also a capsule around the implant, which is very important to take out as well because um, that in that tissue – um, the the capsule is kind of like a like a film of scar tissue, ooh, that um, forms around the implant, and that's like the body's way of protecting itself from the actual implant. It like forms a barrier of tissue. So this is this is formed. So for people who don't know, after your implants are placed, it's it, it, would it be safe to say that it's your body's immune response to getting implants? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's um seen in almost all implant you know people who get implants this is a normal occurrence in the body it's just the body's reaction to the implant and just protecting itself so it's completely normal and um it has like 
some material of the implants in it because it comes into direct contact with it. So um, if you're having any issues with the implants, they do recommend that you get out the whole, um, it's called a capsule. You would take that. It's called a um, capsulectomy. So we were doing that. And then I say, you know, then you were going to like um, remove my nipple and I'm just going to have like two scars across my chest and just be completely flat. And she kind of looked at me like really confused and really like, like what? <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh, like, okay, like we have an issue here. And she looked at me, she goes, no, I didn't know. That's not what we're doing at all. Like, I think that's a little extreme. And so now I got confused and now I'm getting nervous. Like, okay, thank God I said something because if I didn't, something mm-hmm. completely different would have happened. Um, so obviously there was like a disconnect somewhere. And she said, you know, that's not what we agreed to in the office during your consultation. And I looked at her and I was like, well, like, this is what I want. Like, I want to go flat. I like, I just thought like, that's what happens. Like, usually when you remove your implant and you have nothing left, I have no breast tissue, there's yeah. nothing. We weren't even aware that we're, that uh, there was another option. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was, like, really confused. And I made it clear to her that, you know, well, this is what I want. And I, and I kind of said it in kind of, like, a hesitant voice. I'm like, well, this is kind of, like, what I want. And she looked at me and she's like, well, I don't feel... I don't think I feel comfortable doing that at all. So, of course, mind you, my surgery was at 1030 in the morning, and this was like 10 after 10 in the morning. So I'm supposed to be going into surgery in like 20 minutes. I still don't have my IV in because I have like the worst veins in the world. And now I'm like having this conversation with my surgeon saying that she doesn't feel comfortable doing the surgery for me for for what reason I have no clue at this point in my head like why is she saying this um so in her mind she thought that we were going to remove the implant and the capsule and apparently she wanted to leave my skin and my nipple in place just hanging from my chest and she said that um she would leave the skin here um, just in case like if I do get the implants out and my symptoms don't resolve so they're not from the implants then this gives me the option to get implants down the road if I wanted to or it leaves me the option of getting the fat grafting um, procedure done that she had mentioned um, previously and she said that, you know, in six months, you can think about it and really make sure you want to do this. And um, in six months, you could come back to me. And then we, if you're really sure about it, then we can, you know, remove the skin, remove the nipple, and then 
close you up completely. Yeah. And so for people who don't know still or, or don't remember, the fat grafting surgery is insanely invasive. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something that we had talked about and we were kind of like, there's no reason anymore to, to do that. Yeah. So now I feel that, you know, she's trying to, again, change my mind. Like I felt like in my... Um, consultation visit with her um and I just felt like I had to defend myself and I looked at her and obviously like I'm trying to like hold back tears and I'm trying to like listen to what she has to say and stuff like that and I looked at her with my voice shaking and almost tears in my eyes and I was like listen I understand what you're saying but I'm done with the implants. I'm done having surgeries. I don't want to keep coming back in six months, a year. Like, I'm done. I am so done. And I looked at her straight in the eye. And with the straightest face, I said, if you don't feel comfortable doing what I want, then I will leave here right now and I will find a surgeon who will do what I want for me. Um, Oof. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't like that. <laughs> the whole, like, mood in the room just quickly changed. And then she came back with, well, you don't even know that these are um, these symptoms that you're having are caused by the implants. And, you know, you're so young, you're only 29 years old, and you have your whole life ahead of you, and there's options for you. I want to give you those options. And I quickly stopped her because now I'm mad. And now again, I have to defend myself. And I was like, yes, I'm a 29 year old. But I'm a 29-year-old that is comfortable in her own body, and I'm comfortable in my skin. And married, and my husband doesn't care. That's what I told her. I said, I have a husband who loves me for who I am. As he crazy as you are. <laughs> Very true. I said, he does not care what I look like. He just, we all just want me to be healthy. I said, I have been so sick like, I don't think you understand how sick I've been. Yeah. So then she just was like, all right, well, let's mark you. Like, totally, like, disregarding what I said. Like, she was, like, not having it. So I, she stood up, or I stood up, and she started marking me with a marker of, like, where she was going to do the incisions, and... And she kind of left me with a lot of unknowns, with which really pissed me off as well. Um, she said, you know, well, I don't even know if I'll be able to do what you want. She goes, I don't know if you'll have enough skin for me to bring together to make an incision across your chest. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. I, I'll know once I remove the implant, but I can't promise you anything. So... Let me tell you, like, 
And like, well, before I go into that, and then she looked at me and I gave her a look like, are you going to do it or not? Like, I'm not playing here. Didn't say anything. Just gave her that look like, what's it going to be? And she's like, well, I think this is, I think you're making a big mistake. And I looked at her and I just didn't even say anything. I was like, well, and like you guys, if I wasn't as sick as I was and if I wasn't as desperate as I was to get these things out, I would have told her, forget it. I'm done. I'm I'm leaving. I do not feel comfortable at all. Yeah, I mean... From my perspective, I wasn't happy about it because, you know, I can understand from the surgeon's position that, you know, they feel like you are taking away options for yourself down the road, that because you're young, you may change your mind. And and I understand that. But yeah. uh, on the flip side of that coin, it, it is your decision to make. Yeah, um, I felt, um, you know, when she was telling me, like, you're so young, she proceeded to tell me, like, um, again, like... Like, you can look deformed, your chest can be concaved, um, it won't look pretty, and I just don't think she was seeing it from my point of view, and I feel like she was putting way too much of her own emotions into my own decision. Yeah, I mean... Which I understand, like, you know, you see a 29-year-old coming at you saying you just want to go flat because I don't want my implants. It's not like I had you know, like breast cancer where like it might have been completely necessary. Um, but ultimately it's my choice and I understand she doesn't want me to make a decision that I don't want to regret. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But, but still, like there's the a way, way to do that respect of, respectfully excuse yeah, me, as well. I think the way she went about it was totally unprofessional. Um, yeah. If I wasn't as desperate, I would have just walked out of there. And and um, like I said, she marked me. She told me, you know, I think this is a big mistake. And I just looked at her like, well, what? I, like, I, I don't care what you think. Like, this is my decision. I didn't say that, but that was going through my head because I wanted to be as respectful as possible. Um, Fair. Yeah. And I didn't want to, you know, cause a scene. So then she was like, all right, well... You know, yeah, I, mean, it, I, I think in the end, it, it could have just been chalked up to being a big misunderstanding. But given the the circumstances, um, you know, especially like all the pain and and uncomfortableness mm-hmm. that you were feeling, you know, not feeling like you were being heard after feeling that way from a bunch of other people prior to that, which did not know, help at all. The, the frustration tolerance had run out. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, so the surgeon left the room and mind you, like this same day surgery nurse was in the room for that whole conversation. So obviously it was very awkward. And so I kind of turned to her and I was like, well, that didn't go well. I said, you know, I go into surgery in 10 minutes and my surgeon is pissed off at me. And she was like, you know, I didn't want to put her on the spot. I was like, I'm so sorry that that happened. And she was like, no, no, like, 
And then obviously I started to get upset and I started to cry because like I, I was very upset for how I was treated. And, um, you know, again, just people not listening to me and not like listening to how I was feeling and just disregarding everything that I've gone through and how I was feeling. So she's like, I understand where she's coming from. You know, you're young, yes. And I understand, you know, you're comfortable in your skin. But from her point of view, she just doesn't want you to do anything that you're going to regret. And I said, I understand that. But again, she does not know how sick I've been for the past five months. How debilitating this, these things are, you know, making me feel. And she said, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. It's your decision. And that's the only thing that matters. So she kind of was like trying to make me feel better. And of course, like my mom wasn't in the room when this all happened. So um, my mom came back into um, the room and she was kind of like, what the hell just happened? Like, um, you know, and come to find out after the plastic surgeon had talked to me, she had gone out into the waiting room to talk to my mom, which... I get it. You want to like keep my mom informed because she's there with me and you know, but she I guess went out like stormed into the waiting room, told my mom that she was very upset that, you know, I wanted to go completely flat and that we had not discussed this in um, the consultation, which I specifically told her that I wanted the implants out and wanted to go flat. So I don't know where that miscommunication was. Um, And she said, you know, she was just, she was very upset. And my mom, being like the most, like the best person in the world, she advocated for me. And she said, well, she's been really sick. And I told her, I asked her in the car, like, you know, is, are you sure this is what you want? And she said, yes. And, you know, it's her decision. So she, like, stuck up for me. And, you know. This is the part where if she had come to me saying things like that, <laughs> that I don't know if I would have been able to stay calm. Because well, my frustration tolerance was in the same place as yours. And I, would listen, been like, I don't really care how you feel about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is I'm, our decision here. And, and plus, like, I'm a 29-year-old woman. I can make my own decisions. You don't have to go out and talk to my mom about it. Like, that's my business. If I choose to tell my mom about our conversation, then that's my decision. So I was not happy that she went out and talked to my mother And, of course, I'm crying to my mom because I'm just so fed up with everything, like, so fed up. And I just went into that, you know, onto the stretcher and into that operating room. Just my heart was, like, racing because I was so nervous of what was going to happen when I woke up from surgery. So um, another nurse came in. He, um, he was going to, it was actually a male nurse and he was going to actually be the nurse inside the operating room, uh, in the operating room with me. And he saw that I was upset and I like kind of apologized. I was trying to like gather like myself and like collect my thoughts. And he was like, Oh, are you just like really nervous? Like what's going on? And I was like, no, I just had like words with, you know, 
my surgeon and she's like pissed off at me and she thinks I'm making like the biggest mistake of my life and um you know she just doesn't understand that I've been so sick and like this is like my decision it's not her decision so he kind of made a good point about like you know it's not every day that you see a 29 year old opting to get their implants removed and go completely flat um she might be thinking like as a societal point of view that I was making the wrong decision but again he had um said to me that at the end of the day it's my decision it's what I want so they were kind of validating my feelings which made me feel a lot better and um I went onto the stretcher and into the waiting or the operation room I went and just kind of take a deep breath and I was like all right here we go like I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm desperate and this needs to happen. So as soon as I woke up in the recovery room, it was like night and day. I literally felt like I could breathe. I literally felt like a weight has been lifted off my chest, like physically and like literally. I didn't have this constant pressure on my chest like I had in the past um, with the implants in. And I just felt like I had like energy and I felt like my mind was clear and I just was, I, I just felt like my whole body just let out like this big sigh of relief. Like it was able to kind of calm down and like recollect itself. Um, And like everyone was so nice in the hospital and, you know, I had my binder on and I had two drains in that I had to go home with, but um, I ended up going home and I find out, Another thing that I did not really appreciate on my way home that my mom told me that when my surgery was done, my plastic surgeon obviously came out and gave her an update on how I was doing. And she told my mom that she felt like she was going to puke through my whole surgery. Yeah. Yeah, deep breath. This is one of the times when I, this is another time, (laughs) I probably would have been escorted to the parking lot by security. Are you serious? I mean, so. That was my reaction. Are you serious? This this is one of those things where, totally cool to think it, but probably shouldn't tell anybody else. And (laughs) I gave her the option as a surgeon, she voiced to me that she was not comfortable, that she did not feel, she didn't know if she felt comfortable doing what I wanted her to do. And I gave her that option. Well, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, then I will go to someone else who will, who does feel comfortable doing it. So, 
if you really felt that strongly and that disgusted with my decision, then you should have told me flat out, I'm sorry, I can't do this. So that's what really upset me as well. Yeah, again, it's one of those things where, you know, I I think, you know, more often than not, maybe surgeons do feel that way about certain surgeries they have to do, but I don't know if that's something that should have been communicated. Right. Ever. I agree. But, you know, So that really didn't, that like gave me a lot of anxiety because obviously like after surgery, like I have to go for follow-up appointments, I'm going to have to see her and I was not very happy with her. And, Fair enough. And she wasn't very happy with me. And we left on on bad terms. I did not see her in the recovery room. So, like, it was very awkward and very nerve-wracking when I had to communicate with her. Yeah. I, you know, I think... I don't know. There's, there's just so many things that, that sh- should have been different and weren't. Um... The positive thing is she did a phenomenal job with your surgery. Yeah. And everything ended she up did. being, she being did great and, you know. A great job. Not that I would ever expect any surgeon to, like, you know, do a do a poor job or whatever. But I just felt like the whole time the, the way that you were treated throughout the process wasn't. I was really upset. Yeah. I it, was very upset. You know, and I can understand, like I said, you know, it's not like you walked into her office and you were like. Take these things out. I just don't want them anymore. And I just want to be flat for no reason. You know, mm-hmm. at this point, we had a lot of reason to believe that your implants were the things that were causing all of your illness. You know, you had suffered through all these symptoms for months. Mm. You know, there was, there was a reason behind why you were doing it. And so while I can still understand the hesitation from the doctor, just some of the things that, that she said, I just don't. I don't think we're, I I was not cool with them, for lack of a better way to say it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I just tried, you know, obviously, like, I was, like, the bigger person. I was like, you know what? It's over. It's done. She did a phenomenal job, and that's all that matters right now. Um, So, yeah, and like I said, like, after my surgery, like, the day of, in the recovery room, I already felt like such a major difference in my body. Um, the only thing is like I had a couple like hives around my incision area and they had mentioned to me, um, like, wow, like your skin is like really sensitive. Like we draped you with the drape and then we prepped you and then where we prepped you, um, some hives came up and then they went away. And then we made the incision, some hives came up and then they went away. And I just looked at them like, yeah, I know. Like I've been dealing with this for the last six months. Like you do not listen to me. Listen to me. Like, oh my God, it's so frustrating. So like things like that, but like, just to touch on like the first 72 hours of my surgery and then I will wrap it up. Yeah. Like post I had post surgery. It was not a 72 hour surgery. No, 72 hours post surgery. I like just symptom wise, I felt like I could breathe. 
I felt like there was no pressure on my chest. I had no joint pain at all. And that was a huge thing because you had oh so my God. much of it. Like I would wake up and wouldn't, literally I told you guys I was bed bound and I felt like my body was attacking itself 24-7. I did not have that feeling at all. The only symptoms that I have, which have significant, are there, but have significantly improved are the hives. I used to get these huge, burning, painful welts all over my body pre-surgery. Post-surgery, they were like the tiniest little things. And it was like in like, you know, in my inner thigh and like one on my arm and that was it. And then they would go away within 24 hours. And I would have like these little like fluctuations in my body, like an ebb and flow type thing going on where I would go two days with like one hive on me and then I would wake up and I would just have like a couple more. And some days I had more than others. So it's kind of been like that. But overall, it's insane how much my symptoms have resolved in just 72 hours i mean knock on wood like that says something huge yeah you had you had no joint pain you had very little hives you were able to like get up and walk and you were so nice now granted at this point too you were still on prednisone right I was tapering off the prednisone, but I was only on five milligrams for two weeks after um, my surgery. So, well, you were still taking it though right now. Yeah. Right. So 72 hours post-surgery still on prednisone, but... I mean, still, you but were five on, milligrams. You were on prednisone before, and it made. What's I was like on no literally like sixty milligrams of prednisone, still having these huge flare-ups, huge flare-ups that would end me in the ER, like literally debilitating. But now I'm down to five milligrams, just because I was taking the ten milligrams in, in for so long, and you can't just stop. So, I was on the prednisone just to taper myself off to avoid my body to go going into adrenal crisis so yeah. it was like medical reasons why adrenal fatigue yeah yeah so um was yeah fatigue or is it, i forget what it is doesn't matter yeah but yeah so crazy guys thanks for listening oh my god like can you guys imagine like when i first started this podcast till now like oh. what what a mess yeah. Well. And I, to come in into this day, like we're going to do another episode after this about kind of like um, like my follow-up appointments with the surgeon and um, like where I am now and how I'm doing. Yeah. And stuff. So that's the plan. So this was like a, like a really important episode for me because – I really want people to know that it is so important to advocate for yourself. You are the only ones that know your body and you know when something is wrong. People will doubt you. 
whether it be doctors or people that you know or strangers that listen to your story, people will doubt you. People will think you're crazy. And going back to my first episode in this podcast, people thought my mom was crazy, that she kept getting sick and it was all in her head. Well, she ended up having stage four cancer. And if she did not continue to fight for herself, she would be dead right now. If I didn't continue to fight for myself, I don't even want to know where I would be today if I still had those things in me. Yeah, I don't even want to think about it. Oh my God. I don't, like, I I truly, I don't know. I I don't know if my body could have handled it. Who knows? It's a scary thought. I'm glad we don't have to find out. So this is why, like, I really want to do this. I really wanted to do this podcast is to really reach out to those who are struggling and you know something is wrong with you and people don't believe you. Keep on fighting for yourself because it's worth it and you are worth it. So that being said, thank you so much for listening in. We will give you another update, hopefully soon, with another episode. And um, I really hope you guys have a great night. Thanks for listening, guys. See you. Bye, guys.